All right, here we go. Homegrown podcast. Three members sitting here today. All three. We found James. We got them all. We got the whole squad. I'm DJ Royalty. I'm Sarosh. And I'm James. We want to thank you for listening. We're at week eight. NFL season's half over. You know what else is halfway over? The three-year plan. Oh, <laughs> it's true. That three-year plan is officially halfway through. Well, we might as well get right halfway. Five hundred. That's like you know fifty percent type situation. You know. Yeah, it's been a year and a half. I like. I don't feel like you guys are halfway to five hundred. Well, they made a halfway move. <laughs> I, I still disagree with you. A real half-assed <laughs> trade right today. Jimmy G. Jimmy Gua. Garoppolo. My boy. Troy's former boy. Well, you know. My new boy. I'm not going to hate I'm him. I'm going to stop calling just him Jimmy Garoppolo. Just because he's relocating from one coast to another. But, uh, uh, you know, I probably feel a little sorry for him now. <laughs> he was on a potentially Super Bowl championship team. I mean, even Jimmy he gets a ring, wings, right? Though. He's, he's got, got his ring. ring. He still gets a ring. ring. He might have even got another think, one this year. Do you think, though, that if he sits in the Niners locker room with his ring on, is he getting any respect with the ring on? In the Niners locker room, probably. In most locker in rooms, the Niners no. Room, be like, he doesn't break. He, that ring is in a box, in a closet. He's, he has a couple, right? He's got to have a couple. I think he has a couple. Still a couple rings. Regardless, that's the big news of the day. Jimmy G. Oh, massive, man. For I don't a, know how to feel about for it. For a second round pick, too, and I think... That's generous. I really do. Not that, not to say that Garoppolo doesn't have value, but I mean, there's really no pedigree there. You're yet. thinking like fourth round value. I'm thinking third, even just third round in the off season. Third round and, and like, like a piece of trash. The in the off season, it seemed like it was a one plus or something. So his his markets dropped for sure. I don't know what you guys are doing. You guys don't have any other quarterbacks on your roster. No, and your starter is like 48. <laughs> We've got some guy you've never heard of, though, <laughs> sitting somewhere. Does he publish his own newspaper? He probably, the TV Times. He, he may have his his own comic book newspaper via Instagram. TV Times, of course, coming up with a another doozy. On, on Sunday. Is I that was that like supposed to be? It was Tom Brady, and. It was like no one pays he was, much attention. He was giving out like Halloween candy. Only it wasn't candy. It was vegetables, and <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then there's like there's like a kid trick or treating, and I'm pretty sure it's Philip Rivers as a child. <laughs> it was a bit disturbing. It doesn't even make sense. They never do. <laughs> they're terrible. They're terrible. They're really they're really like comically bad. How I do you feel as a fan them. about this trade? You have I, no backup I quarterback and an extra second I don't really pick. care. I'm, to be quite honest, I mean, I know Brissett's taken a bit of a ribbing in Indianapolis this year, but I will miss Brissett more than I'll miss Garoppolo. You said this when they traded Brissett, too. That doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't trade Brissett for a second rounder. No. No, they traded him for But they uh, kept Garoppolo over Brissett, so that must mean something. Well, because he's, he's worth more than a trade. Yeah, <laughs> I don't guess. think Indy was giving Perceived us a second. Value. Perceived value? Yeah. Possibly. All I right, let's move on. Beware the New England quarterback that we release, is all I have to say. Yeah, the Niners fans are worried a little bit about... Uh, why can I never remember his name? Matt Castle. That's his name, Matt Castle. Yeah. Let's hope there's not another Matt Castle situation. This could be another Matt Castle situation. Well, crazy day. What um, about that Seattle game? 
That yeah. was wild, right? That's one. That's, a new, that's another one in the uh, game of the year conversation with that oh, definitely. Dallas Queen Bay game earlier I would year. think that game was better. It was more exciting. Guns blazing in that game. Just a shootout. And that was a crazy fourth quarter. And just back and forth, too. All yeah. game. And, like, shout out to Sean Watson going into Seattle almost winning. Maybe the toughest place to play. He almost won in New England earlier this year. Sherman today saying that he's the best player to ever play against that defense. I, I think it's because he showed Sherman no respect. He threw the oh, ball. Sherman got destroyed. Right at Sherman. But Sherman I know got Sherman had a, but yeah. It was a late one. It was a late one. But I like to think he was just executing the homegrown game plan, which is... Throw it to D-Hop. Throw it to D-Hop. Oh, yeah. Although Fuller had a monster game too. Yeah, he's got, you Fuller's know... Fuller's numbers are wild. Yeah, Fuller's insane. just... Yeah, oh, averages man. like 19.8 a catch or something, and he has seven touchdowns on like 15 catches or something. Yeah, like it's that. still it's like ridiculous. the two to one ratio, which I've never seen. There's like oh. offensive linemen have that ratio because they only like declare at the one yard line. Even Lamar Miller's having like quietly a good season, you know? It's yeah. almost as though just having those passing options has like opened up oh, yeah. the field for everyone. Balance now, like. They have Miller and Dante Foreman running the ball, and then they've got, they don't really have a tight end weapon, but they've got two solid wide receivers, Deshaun Watson. They made a trade today, too. They did. But more of just an exodus for them. An exodus, yeah. Dwayne Brown out, his contact. He's, he's been a I like that they waited years. until after they played Seattle to make the trade. He just came back, right? He yeah. played one game and then they he played one game and they traded. He was yeah. disgruntled. Yeah, definitely disgruntled. Not a fan of the owner. Seattle's desperately needs O-line help. So that should help. And Houston gets a few picks out of it. That's kind of a win-win I see. Yeah. And some throw-in player, I think there's a throw-in. A corner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Um, Jeremy Lane. Jeremy Lane. Yeah. I think he's like a. A slot corner. Yeah. Well, whatever. Respectable. Yes. I honestly, and I think anyone who listens to this podcast knows I hate Seattle, but I had a lot of respect for Russell Wilson that game because, like... Oh, he hung in there. They had no rushing yards. Literally no rushing yards until their final drive of the game where he had some scramble yards, but he had to pull it all out, and he did. Oh, yeah. You think Rusty was just... The night before, laying in bed there beside Sierra and just said, Cece, this kid's going to try and play my game tomorrow. I'm going to play my game tomorrow. Cece pumped him up. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I I'm so. going with that's exactly what happened. She told him the one-two step all over their asses. <laughs> she must have. <laughs> these are Sierra references. You've got to be a Sierra fan. Oh, I'm getting these. I'm picking it all up. <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt. Uh, yeah, Russell Wilson looked great. For, you know, for, I don't know if it was the first time this season that he's looked really that good, but he definitely looked great. He's looked good, pretty good all season. Yeah, and even their O-line seemed like, I mean, at least on the pass, a little bit better than they've been. Yeah. He wasn't getting beat up all game, which yeah. is wherever his running backs were. But Maybe an important win for Seattle? I don't yeah, know. I think the so, West man. is kind of definitely in dis- disarray right now. Well, I think it's them and the Rams, and like they, they need to keep up with the Rams. Rams. Yeah, Rams which are scoring. is funny. Rams are scoring. Still mad. Rams are scoring. Get that Rams pet in. Rams yeah. also still feel good about it. Continuing to win games. The Rams are on bye week this week, of course. 
Speaking of big wins, ACL beating the Jets. Maybe not a big win in that. Maybe not regard, a big win, but, but a big Im- win for them. An important it win for have been them. A big win, but it definitely was a big win. And they just squeaked it through too. And the Jets just kind of proving that they're still the Jets. They're ahead in this game and just sort of blew it in the second half. I just don't think I have that much confidence in Atlanta this year. No. I don't think that. They're definitely not the same team they were last year. No. And they seem like they're back to being pretty healthy, but like it was raining that game too. They couldn't get the snaps right. They kept fumbling. But it looks like they missed Shanahan. Yeah, they definitely missed Shanahan. The Jets' forte, of course, complaining that he wasn't uh, seeing enough action in that game. A game, a sloppy game, rainy game, and you're not running the ball. A little suspect on the yeah. Jets' play calling. I mean, Forte might have to just come to terms with the fact he's at the end of his career, though, you know? True. He's got some miles on him. Yeah, definitely. And, he, I mean, he's been good, but, like... Oh, he was awesome as a He's man. not getting the ball 25 times a game anymore. No. He's too old for that. He used to get, like... 15 rushes and 10 catches. Yeah. Other teams continuing to roll this weekend. Buffalo winning again. New Orleans Buffalo winning. winning handily. Buffalo winning handily. Beating Oakland. Oakland sort of out of the picture now, I would yeah. say. Is Oakland done, Troy? I don't know. It's, you know. Are you holding on to your ticket is what we're That asking. ticket, you know, it's value in terms of a gambling win what would you sell it declining? to that's a right very now. good question what would you sell I would, it I would probably today? take like a Big Mac eight dollars <laughs> a Big Mac meal yeah. <laughs> yeah the ticket cost me 40 US I would take eight dollars Canadian right now <laughs> right now for that I don't ticket. think that's gonna be a big market I really want you to put it on whatever Sarosh for you I would, I would give it to you for seven dollars right now <laughs> I do not want it <laughs> I will still not buy it I will trade you. So you're saying for Oakland's some free done. ice because I know where to get some free ice. Oakland's finished at this point. They just look like a team in disarray. The defense really isn't pulling up their end of the bargain. Their secondary is terrible. Terrible. Yeah. I like, think we knew that. Nobody, though. Yeah, we did know that. Now just everyone. Everybody's running it up. It's on really them. Mac. If Mac can sack the quarterback six times a game, they could win. But like. But everyone's in on, on that too. Yeah. yeah. He's on his own. So I mean, maybe some insight for our listeners in terms of fantasy. Got a team playing the Oakland Raiders. It's a good idea to maybe pick a guy up. Yeah. Yeah, true. Or pick up some Bills, because, like, the Bills are there every week, and, like, I still don't get it. They had another weird trade this week. They traded Marcel Darius for, like, a sixth, (laughs) who I think was the best player on their defense, but, like, he fell out of favor, so they seem to be in full tank mode, but they keep winning, which makes no sense, but... Everyone's tanking that Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Um, other sort of season. winning teams. I mean, no surprise. Philadelphia Eagles took down your San Francisco 49ers. Not much to say to note about that game other than Philly adds another win. Yeah. These are, these are, are, these the, are the emerging the teams. League? Pardon me? Are they the class of the league? Are they the best team right now? I don't I don't know if I would call Philly the best team in the league. Uh, they've had some tough games. They play in a tough division. Yeah. They might be... The, one of the more rounded teams. I, I mean, I gave it to them last week, and there's nothing I saw. And the Niners held their own as much as they possibly could in that game. But um, Wentz looks great. Wentz looks amazing, and their their defense is good. Ronald Darby's coming back, so the secondary should be getting better. Peters is a big loss for them. Peters is a big one, yeah. But they've got weapons. Yeah, Ertz is having a monster year. Ertz He's the best tight end in football this year. Him and Kelsey, I think. Yeah. Sticking to the NFC East, 
that Dallas Washington game. It was good. Yeah, it had some moments and meant a lot. That was, that was, you know, you lose that game and your prospects for your season kind of. And you have to play Philadelphia still. Yep. So that's a tough one. I felt bad for Washington, man. Their O line, uh, they lost two guys in the Philly game last week. They lost more guys this week. There's just no one left. And Zeke was back on. Yeah. Zeke was in full beast Zeke mode. And he has been for a few weeks now. Yeah. We don't know the verdict of the Zeke situation yet, but right now. No, but it could be. He's in monster mode. Yeah, it could be a real game changer for that team if they lose Zeke. Uh, I mean, that was the case no matter what, but this version of Zeke is the best version. You don't want to. True. You don't want to not have that guy, but, you know, that's uh, in the hands of the law, mm-hmm. as they say. Johnny Law. Johnny Law. Well, really? eight weeks in the book. Are we going to get to it? Hash it up halfway? The halfway hash up? <laughs> I like it. All right, let's hash it up. Mid-season awards. The homies. No the one, homies. No, none Mid-season of us know each picks right now. We've not discussed this at all. Yeah. No. We're all secretive this I year. Feel like we rookie, refuse to tell <clears> each other. I feel like Rookie of the Year is the one where we're going to come the closest to a no. sweep. You don't think no. so? I know we're not. Let's start right there with the Young Bucks. I think it's a pretty obvious choice. I think James and I are probably on the same wavelength here. The kid, Deshaun. Yeah, definitely Deshaun. He's crazy. And you guys are probably right. Like, I, I, I'm picking someone else because there's so many good rookies this year. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, man. Lattimore. He Lattimore. might be the best corner in football right now. He's unbelievable. Quarterbacks have a rating of 39.6 against him this year. Since he came back, I think he missed the start of the year. They were giving up 500 plus yards a game. Now they give up like 270. They, I think they're leading the league in takeaways now. He's been an absolute, he shuts down that half the field the way the greats do, you know? Yeah. Like no one even throws to him another pick this week. He's been a monster, man. The highest rated rookie ever after seven weeks good for him that's, that's game impressive cha- game changer well i guess the curb appeal of watson's pretty obvious i mean the defense never sort of gets the accolades that the offense does but the spotlight's on this kid deshaun watson crazy yardage this year he's got 103 qb rating just completely changed the face of that offense on the texans team I think that's the biggest factor for me. He's completely already the best quarterback they've ever had. Oh yeah, and, and, he, and you've he got guys. The game plan. He understands the yeah, game. He does. You know, he's not afraid to run, and he's smart when he runs. You he's know, big like too. you know, mm-hmm. you, you look back and and you think of guys like RG three when they're running. You like grit your teeth and be like, Yo, yeah. He's, yeah, he's gonna get smoked. Uh, I don't feel like that when you see Watson out there. You know, he's no. he's pretty heads up. He knows when he's gonna get hit. He goes down. You know? Even with Cam, like Cam's a monster. He's a huge guy, but he makes me nervous when he he's runs because he, he gets, gets hit. hit. Yeah, yeah. And Deshaun doesn't seem to get hit so much. He, no. He's he's much smarter. He either gets out or he gets down, and, and that's what will keep you safe and, like, and healthy in this league. His deep ball is great. I didn't like oh, coming yeah. out of college. That was a knock on him. That like and no he fear. Has all the like, he'll he'll throw like like last night. He's throwing right at Sherman. You know, right, and beating right him, there. and and beating him, and Sherman coming out after the game saying, you know, he's the best quarterback 
they've ever had and how lucky they are to have them. So gaining the respect of guys like that early on, you know, to me, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, you covered no, it all. Fair you covered it all. That's Talked it. about it. There's nothing That's really it. else to say. I, I, I left you nothing there. He's. You have to watch him play, man. He's, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, shift our focus to the, just the offensive player of the year now. Are you guys sticking with Deshaun? Are you? Oh. Is, is he good enough to get the nod there? Oh, I don't. I don't think I could. I I can't quite put him there yet. I'm not gonna double up at all. No. No. All right. Shoot. I'm gonna go with. Russell Wilson. Oh, wow. Oh. He's holding his team in wow. there. There's no other player that I can think of right now that might be more important to their team. Seattle minus Russell Wilson has absolutely no offense whatsoever. Agreed. It makes me mad that I Agreed. have no counter to that. You're 100% right. That's crazy. I hate right? Russell Wilson. I hate him because I'm not, <laughs> it's no secret, I hate the Seahawks. But yeah. I watched him play yesterday. He played an incredible football game yesterday. Definitely the best player yesterday. And then I just thought about it a lot during the game yesterday and I thought, man, he's having an MVP caliber season. So obviously, I mean, it's no secret. I was, a, Rogers was my guy, but it's, it's Wilson for me. Oh man, that like, I have very little to say about that because <laughs> I think you're right now. We got a shocker. We got, we got a shocker here on the Home Run Podcast. Um, I got to go Carson Wentz, man. Oh, uh, wow. I honestly, going into this season, I think I mentioned it on an earlier episode, I thought Carson Wentz wasn't good. Um, and he's been killer. Actually, I think maybe one of his worst games was his last game against the Niners, but that's just because it was raining out. Um, it's just pouring, but 2,000 plus yards. Rating over 100. That's 17 touchdowns or something. 19. 19. And that's 19 through the air. 19. Tied with Deshaun. He's been on the ground, though. He's been deadly, which I didn't know he had that in his game. He's made some highlight getting out of pressure, spinning around. Oh, yeah. Runs for touchdowns. Well, this is a shocker for me because I actually had Wentz as well. <laughs> we rarely agree. We so rarely agree. We rarely I agree. I can't believe you're not going Brady. But I'll I tell you, assume. sometimes you just see a play. And for me, it's the escape um, from last week. Uh, Wentz just sort of lost in a sea of defenders and just somehow shakes his way through and and runs for like, I don't know, 20 yards after that Mm -hmm. and and goes down perfectly again, like having that kind of vision to not sort of get smoked. If you watch the Eagles, they're making a lot of big plays. A lot. Angler and... um, yeah, the uh, wide receiver there that they got from Chicago. Alshon. Alshon are both loving playing there. They're yeah. both having really good And games. as you said with Ertz, like Ertz has been healthy this year and arguably the best tight end. Oh yeah, he's destroyed. Well, give it year. to Kelsey, but I mean, they're they're both right there. They're yeah. 1A and 1B. You got guys like Nelson Aguilar who, you know. Nelly. Nelly. You know, largely unused, I guess, is a good way to dis- describe it. He dropped him. a lot of balls in the past though this year he's actually been catching yeah yeah well they were yeah. talking about him getting cut this year before they traded jordan matthews but like even tory smith's on that team and you know i'm not saying he's not contributing but they have so many weapons Legarrette blunt's having a nice year like a solid yeah. team man classy nfl the homie goes to wentz was it a young man's uh nfl now at the qb position you well, just like that 68-year-old that you guys are trotting out there. Wentz, He's Watson. He's pretty good. Yeah. 
He's got a healthy lead in yardage this year. Uh, yeah, he really. Just does. For me, I couldn't take Brady because we're just we're getting we're not even getting quite to the red zone. We're getting like to the 25 yard line and kicking field goals a lot. And for me, it's like I want to see those red zone strikes. You guys have been in a lot of close games. You guys lost Hightower this year. We, just, ju we just lost Hightower again. Which your defense was already suspect. Yeah. But you know what? They've stepped up. Even this past week, they were great. We can talk about that. Nah. We can talk about that later, though. <laughs> let's, st <laughs> let's, stick to the, let's stick to the homies. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's go to the defensive side of the ball. All right. Do you want me to go first again? Mind you, this one, you guys won't agree with at all. This is <laughs> yeah. a totally sentimental pick. All right. I'm, I'm going curious. with Micah Hyde. Mike Hyde. <laughs> oh, Leading the NFL in receptions. Having a Having great, great year shut, shut down season in Buffalo. I told you from the start I had a sentimental pick in here. That was That's it. your sentimental, That's a sentimental pick. Micah Hyde. You even gave kids and, and I was nowhere my, near. My biggest thing about it is that uh, not so much, well, that he is having a great season. But just how much I miss having him as a Packer, because he did it all. Oh, yeah, he's actually a utility that is truly guy. A like sentimental he, pick. He's you know, uh he's crafty out there. He is he's leading the league fella. in interceptions currently. He's a crafty dude. He's getting it done. Alright, I gotta give it to more realistic players, Jeff. <laughs> well, he's leading the league I mean, in picks. I have he's another pick who, but I know someone else is gonna say it. And is it Clay's Campbell? Yeah. That's my guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's he's having the the most spectacular of defensive season. Well, like 10 sacks already this year, which is more than he's ever had in his career, which already is kind of at least a borderline Hall of Fame career. He's had a great one, uh, but 10 sacks already halfway through the season. Um, but more than that, it's like the Jags defense last year was decent, like middle of the road, but trending upwards, you know? Yeah. And now they're kind of a monster defense and they added in a corner from Houston, but Calais Campbell to me is the big addition and Taking that from good to great is a big one, but down the 10 sacks, it's been an absolute monster. I agree. Yeah, I also selected Calais Campbell. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Just because I feel like the Jacksonville defense is really centered around, around that guy. And Jacksonville has had, you know, somewhat of a turnaround season. It's kind of petered out as of lately. But Calais Campbell, just beast. Well, I mean, they have him and Fowler. And then two great corners, so they rush the ball quick, rush the passer, and the corners are great. It's, yeah, it's, that's how it is. All right, it's just that simple. Yeah, the well, homies. Technically, that was the only sweep, but I threw a funny one in there just because. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why Troy and I are agreeing on stuff. Yeah, what's going on? The Bizarro episode. One trade here. between the Niners you and know, the Pats, and yeah, suddenly we agree yeah, on we're everything. Yeah, we're all on the same same wavelength. I think you know it has. A lot to do with the topsy-turvy nature of the NFL this year. It's uh, still anyone's league, in my opinion. Except the teams we buried last week. Except perhaps the teams we buried last week. J-Mort, of course, just had to tune in to find out about the teams we buried last year. But I was buried myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were out there. Big time. All right, week nine. What are you guys looking at? Uh, off the bat, Atlanta, Carolina. It's, it's a division game. It's like... It feels like a make-or-break game for both teams. Well, the like, the playoff picture is starting to crystallize a little bit. Yes. You see Dallas and Philly in the East. You see New Orleans and maybe Atlanta or Carolina. 
in the south. You see LA and Seattle. I don't know what the hell's going on in the north. No one Mini, knows. Really? Minnesota's gonna take the north, I imagine. So, yeah, you're starting to like see those teams. There's only maybe three or four teams really in the wild card hunt right now, unless someone gets hot. So, this is a big one for both these teams. Gotta keep pace with New Orleans, first of all. And uh, Atlanta is just squeaking by. Carolina, honestly, hasn't been that impressive either. Atlanta's like a flat tire to me, like a, a tire that's running out of air. I'm definitely not picking Atlanta to win this away from home. I'm all Carolina on this one. I think Cam Newton's gonna bring it got this a, week. Atlanta's got a flat on that brand new Benz? The brand new Benz. The brand new Benz has a flat. They ran out of money. Yeah, I don't. I I kind of agree with you. Although they're still sitting over 500, they've just dropped some really important games. I mean, the game against the Patriots for them to drop was was kind of a shocker. Uh, a lot of people thinking they were going to redeem themselves, and I almost feel like it sort of takes the the wind out of their sails. Well, I mean, if if Carolina win, wins, they're six and three. They all all of a sudden become 500. It kind of pushes them back. It, it starts to create the separation. And Carolina, yeah. to me, is still highly suspect at this point. That's why I think it's a bigger game for Atlanta than Carolina. Because if they lose, suddenly they're four and four. Carolina is six and three. I think uh, the Saints are already six and two, maybe you're five, five and five two. I think so. They need this game more, but you know Matt Ryan, 92. Rating this year, nine to six touchdowns, interceptions, hasn't been great. Cam hasn't been great either. I just think at home, Carolina will bring it. Yeah, me too. Troy? I feel like this is a really important game for Atlanta. I almost feel like them being behind against the Jets this past weekend, you know, something must have happened on those sidelines. They came out surging. You think they've been galvanized Uh, by almost losing to the Jets? Yeah, I think, I just think that You know, you're sitting there, you're losing to the Jets. It was a real sloppy game too. They came out in the second half, looked a lot better. Uh, The Jets, I mean, of course, looked shittier as they they usually do. They tend to not be able to finish. I feel like this game having such massive implications for Atlanta, it's almost a must win situation for them. Like you say, Carolina, the stakes maybe not so high. Uh, Maybe Atlanta squeaks one out here and uh, they continue to battle it out on the score sheet. The line has grown from minus 1.5 to minus 2.5. Okay. So Who are we favoring? Uh, Carolina at home. Oh, Carolina being slightly but favored. Slightly favored at home. Usually you get three points anyways, so not really. But that Carolina D is for real, and I don't know if Atlanta's offense or defense is for real, so I'm going Carolina. Coin flip. All right. Casey Dallas. That's a nice game. That's game a super of the week nice game in Dallas. That's definitely the game of the week for me too. And it's a tough pick. Um, Casey's defense has been good. Dallas defense is, is what it is. But Zeke is but full Zeke's blown doing Zeke it. right now. Zeke's doing Kareem it. Hunt, we didn't give him any love on the Rookie of the Year talk, but like, and if it wasn't He's for, in the chatter. Yeah, it, and if it wasn't for, he's probably had a better rookie year than a few Rookie of the Years in the past. Oh but yeah. It's just a rough year. Sitting in Watson's shadow a little bit these days. We're recording on Monday, as we often do. KC's up 14-3. Handling Denver seemingly pretty easy right now. They're in the red zone again. Maybe no surprise there with Denver having a rough season. I think I'm going to get... I'm going to take... 
Casey and the Shocker in Dallas. Uh, I gotta agree with you, man. And just puts Dallas just that little bit behind in the NFC East. I mean, if, if Dallas gets pushed back with another loss and they go to 4-4, four and four, they're in tough. Yeah. Right, then they're in wild card talk. Especially because we don't know what's happening with Zeke. Seven like, yeah, just to clarify, I mean, this could be an, an Ezekiel Elliott-less Dallas Cowboys team Possibly. on Sunday. Possibly. Possibly. And to me, that's everything. Zeke plays, you know, I look for maybe Dallas to squeak one out here. Zeke doesn't play, I'm Casey all the way. You're having a conditional pick. Yeah, a bit of a conditional pick here for me, but on on the nose, right at the outset here, I'd take Dallas in this game. I like the way Dallas is playing right now, and I like the way Zeke's playing right now, especially. Okay, okay. all right. Next up, Denver, Philly. I'm pretty sure this will be a nice clean sweep. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm gonna take Philly. I'm sure we all will, but it'll be good to see Philly go up against a tough defense, like a real yeah. tough defense. Especially a real tough pass defense. Yes. Well, actually, no, a real tough overall defense. Um, it'll be nice to see what my mid-season offensive player of the year can do against that secondary. Uh, I'd want Philly, too, for all the reasons we talked about. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if Denver could get a quarterback, this would be a separate story, but they don't have one right now. No. Can't trade for Jimmy G. Maybe they should have. That would have been a better landing spot, I think. More suitable for his agent skill set. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a sweep on this one. Taking the kid, taking Philly. Denver, they've just looked awful this year. They're losing right now as we sit here and as record this podcast. They're losing the Monday Nighter. Yeah, quarterback trouble there. No trouble at quarterback in Philadelphia. Definitely some injury trouble. On the Broncos side as well, with Sanders not suiting up for this game. So, I mean, he's not playing next game. Yeah, he's missed a few now. I don't really see a whole Philly lot. all the way, but the, to me, that's a game where the, the records don't indicate how good a game that will be to watch. Oh, stat test versus eye test. Yes. Okay. Stat test versus eye test. Yeah. That's a, we, we, love, we love to run the tests here on the Home Run Podcast. How about this game? How about Buffalo, New York? The Jets, Bills, squaring up. Divisional rivals. I think the Jets or the Bills are gonna just keep getting it done. That's just another opportunity for the Bills to chug along. They played earlier this year, right? Yes. Not mistaken on that. Um, no love for the Jets. No love for the Jets. The They're three and five Jets. They're a pretender. They're lucky. To uh, is Buffalo wins. not a pretender though? In your eyes, is Buffalo for real? No, not necessarily, but the Jets are are that much worse. Yeah, they did beat the Jets the last time. They played 21 to 12. All right. Week one. That was a long time ago. Yeah. We did not have a division game set up for the end of the year like that. Yeah. Jets going down again in this one. Okay. Yeah. I'm on board with that. Just thought, you know, a divisional game would be worth mentioning. Well, what is worth mentioning is uh, our sponsor, Spark Event Management. Absolutely. Events by Spark.com. Sticking with us all season long, we want to thank Spark. If you've got an event, hit them up. Eventsbyspark.com. Absolutely. That pretty much brings us to the end of the Homegrown Podcast. <laughs> Thanks again, as always, sticking with us halfway through year three. We've uh, we've stuck it out. This has been a, a tough season, I think. 
don't forget to check the internet. Yeah, at Homegrown Pod, absolutely everywhere. Yeah, we're on WordPress, we're on Twitter, we're on the Facebook, we are on Instagram. Somebody call up Zuckerberg because we're on Facebook. He's going to need to add probably already knows. a bit of server capacity. Care. they got to add a little more to the back end to handle that homegrown page. Hit us up. You know, lay a like on us. I mean, if you like what we're doing here on the Homegrown yeah, Podcast. Send us a rating. Yeah, send us a rating. You know, if you don't like what we're doing. Good or bad. Complain about us and add us. I would love to read your complaints. I'd love to field your complaints. Troy would love to enter into some sort of banter with you. I'd love to <laughs> enter into an intelligent internet discussion between two human beings. As all internet discussions are. With the utmost respect for each other. <laughs> Not like we're going to call you out on the podcast. Like every, every comments thread I see, I just see all that going on all day. Just respect out there. Let's the, leave it at that. Way. All right. All right. Well, from all of us. Good night. Good day. And good evening. And good evening. And good evening.